So, um, so basically, we're going to do the Yaakov's net there, but let, let's just get some background, okay? So let's read a little bit of second. Maybe I'll skip a few here and there, but let's get some background from the beginning of it, I'd say, just so I get some context, and ultimately, I'd like to understand Yaakov's net there. So, this is Chav Chasir, beginning of the Parsha. So he left, uh, right? He went to sleep. He put the stone. So he went to sleep. We all know he's reigned. And the ladder, and Hashem was on top of it, all that, right? So what did Hashem say? Okay, so here's where it's uh, interesting. So Hashem said, So I'm Hashem, intro. The land which you're sleeping on, I'm going to give to you and your children. Your children will be plentiful like the dirt of, this, of the earth. You'll spread out all the different directions. And all the nations of the world will be blessed through you. And I'll be with you. And I'll guard you and everywhere you go. Uh, and every, all the things you go, right? And I'll return you to this land. To this land, because he's leaving the land now, right? This is on his way leaving Eretz Yisrael, because his father just told they just told him to run away, or his mother told him, whatever, the father in the brachos, and they had to go build a family away from Esau, right? So he said, I'll be with you, and I'll guard you, and I'll bring you back to this land. Because I'm not going to abandon you. Prior to, or because I'm going to do that which I spoke about you. Okay, so don't worry about it. Okay, and then Yaakov woke up. There's a, whatever Shem in this place, I don't know. Okay, this is a special spot. And he took the stone and he made it into a matzah. Now he's making his nether. And this is the question. What's what's the content? What's he trying to say in this nether? There's like three second basically. If God will be with me, and he'll guard me on this road that I'm going, he'll give me bread to eat and clothing to wear. And I will return in peace to my father's house. And Hashem will be to me a God. Okay. Then, I think this is the way to read it. This is the way to read it. Assuming all those things, this stone which I place as a matzeva, Will be a base elokim, a bias for tefillah or whatever, right? Yeah. And everything that you give me, I will give my sir. Okay. Cool. So again, it's it's another if if pasuk chaf aleph and pasuk chaf. I'm sorry, if pasuk chaf and pasuk chaf aleph, then I agree to do pasuk chaf base. Okay, I think. Let's say, if Hashem is with me, and he guards me on this path that I'm going, and you give me um, bread and clothing, and I return in peace to my father's house, which isn't what that means exactly, but Hashem will be to me a God, 
Then, we have a new pasuk, we have a hazos, this stone which I made as a matzeva, will be a house of Hashem, become a house of Hashem, then I'll do two things. Okay? Somehow this stone will become a house of Tvila or something. And sure enough, and that's what ended up happening later, when he came back, he made it into Yikoshem Hashem Hashem or something, right? And he's going to have my son. Okay. So let's see some Rashi's. Right? So, so what are the conditions? If Hashem will be with me. So now the Rashi says, interesting. If you guard the promises that you promised to be with me. Right? Where did he promise these things to be with him? Right? So Hashem just said, right? Hashem just said, a few seconds earlier, right? I'm Hashem, and you're going to be plentiful, and then Pazdazov, you know, I'll be with you. Right? Ushmarticha, right? Right? Again, the first thing Hashem said was, I'll be with you. So now he's saying, if you're with me, okay? Then he says, and you'll guard me on this path, which I'm going, Rashi. That's what he said in Pasuk Daswav. I'll be with you, and I'll guard you in everything that you go. That's what Yaakov is saying. If you're with me, then you guard me on this path. Okay. Then he says, back in, in by our Pasuk, can you give me food to eat, bread to eat, and uh, clothing to wear? Rashi. I won't abandon you. That was the end of the Pasuk back in Tesfah, right? It says, I'll bring you back to this land. I'm not going to abandon you. So what does Rashi say? He says, that's what it means. Give you, I'll give you bread. Right? Because what does it mean? What does it mean when Hashem said, I'm not going to abandon you? He's saying, what does it mean, abandon? Abandon is a guy who doesn't have any food. So that's why he's saying over here, in Chaf, right? Okay, so, so far again, he's, there's three things which he's saying. If you are with me, you guard me on this path, and you give me bread and clothing. Which Rashi's saying is that's exactly what Hashem just said he's going to do. Right. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to guard you in everywhere you go. Return you to the land. Leave that out for a second. Because I'm not going to abandon you. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to abandon you. It means I'm not going to leave you without food. Okay. Vishav now back to our nether. Vishavdi vishalom el beis avi. Right? And you'll turn me in peace in my father's house. Rashi, kemoshom ali vashi vosicha adamazos. That's what Hashem just said. And I'll return you back to this land. Okay. Same thing. Right? Uh, okay. Okay. And that was all basically, that was all he said, right? Again, back in Pasvav, this is all he said. I'll guard you, that he already said. The order is a little bit out of order, but I'll bring you back to this land. I'm not going to abandon you, right? Until I do that, which I told you. Okay, so this is basically what Yaakov's saying. If the nether is, if you're with me, and you're going to guard me on this path, and you're going to give me bread and clothing, bring me back to my father's house. Okay, so 
So what's this mean? So first of all, so there's two more Rashi's. B'shalom, what does it mean, B'shalom? Hashem didn't say anything about B'shalom, did he? He just says, V'ashibosi al-adam hazos, I'll bring you back. So V'ashibosi B'shalom, Rashi says, Shalom and hachet. Shalom means that you'll bring me back complete. It's funny. I don't think Shalom and Shalom are quite the same. Shalom is peace and Shalom is complete. I don't know, maybe they're related analogically. But Shalom, he's saying Shalom to Shalom and hachet. Right, complete from sin. Shilo elman midarke lavan means that I won't learn from lavan's path. Right, that's what it means. That you'll bring me shavti b'shalom. I'll return in peace. It means in peace, philosophically, I guess. That I won't learn from lavan's ways. Okay, that's kind of the conditions that he's saying Hashem will do. Hashem like and Hashem will be to me a God. What's that? Shiyachol shemi alay mitchila itself. That His name will rest on me from beginning to end. There won't be any soul in my Zara. All of his Zara are going to be like Sher and Sadiqim. Because he says, I'm going to do to you that which I spoke about you. And he gave this promise. I'll be to you a God and your Zara after you. Zarachan Yuchas. What does it mean? Zarachacharach. Zara, which is Yuchas. Shaliyum Saboshim Sol. They won't have any Psal. But did Avraham Zara have any Psal? Yes. Who Zara didn't have any Psal? Yaakov. That's what the Rosh was shot about. Yaakov and Lomais. He says none of his kids had any. Uh, they're all tzaddikim. It's his immediate kids, right? Not not like. Well, yeah, yeah, right. I guess so. But Yaakov's immediate kids, right? I think that's what he means. The promise to to Avraham, he says, "I'm not. You're not going to have any Psal." Right? Again, and Rashi saying it means the Zara who doesn't have any psal. So who's that about? I spoke about you. He spoke to Abraham about you. Right? I'm not going to abandon you until I do that which I spoke regarding you. What did I speak regarding you? I told Abraham that he's going to have a, a kid who's going to have all, all good kids. So that's what Yaakov is saying. Means that my name will, your name will, his name will rest on me from getting down. Namely, that there won't be any psal in my zera. So this is again another one of the things which Hashem promised, right? Okay, it's a little complicated that part, right? So all this, all these things, it's saying is if Hashem does all these things, right? Then now pasuk haveis ve'aben azoshasati matzev. Rashi says kach tefarish. This is to explain v'avzu shel v'ha'efen. This is to explain v'ha'efen. This is not clear with how to make the how to conjugate these things. If you do this and this and this and this and the stone, right? So he's saying no love means imtasilias elo. If you do to me these other things, which you just talked about in the previous two psukim, the afani, the afani asos. So veha evan asos means and I also will do these things. So this Rashi is saying is the first two psukim were the things that Hashem is gonna do. Ve, you do all those, and I will in turn do the following. Namely, the stone will be a base elokim, and everything you give me, I'll give my sir. Right, and Rashi says, what do you mean, the stone? I'll daven on it, I'll serve on it, before God. And sure enough, that's what he did. I'll go to base el. What did it say he did there? Right, that's in the beginning of Lamed Hay, when he finally came back after he was safe from Esav, the whole thing. Right? 
after he lived through that whole thing and nothing bad happened to him, right? So Hashem told him in Lamed, go to Basel and live there and make him his Bayach there. So the God who appeared to you when you run away from Esau, right? He's referencing this about, go there and make him his Bayach. Right? And sure enough, he did. And, you know, he did a whole thing. He got rid of all his, um, or whatever. And then he came to there and was in Shrona Zion, but even Shem is back and he built him Zeph by Ekel Makum Shalom Kel Basel. Because he called to this place, right? So, um, so that's what he did. He built him his back and he called it the name of Kel Basel, right? The God who revealed himself to him. Right? Okay. So again, so that was, and I guess the Meister, which I don't, it's, it says the Meister, there's a Rashi about the Meister, maybe we'll get to that later, but I guess he gave Meister, and Rashi says he gave Meister before the whole incident with, um, with Esau. He says he gave the Meister, above Yadda, says um, he gave, he gave Meister from that which came to his hand. He gave to Esau gifts which came to his hand, I mean, it was free to his hands because he already took off Meister before the 10% before him. Whatever, we'll get to that later. So the point is, again, so he's saying, if you do all these things to me, namely the things you already promised, then I'm going to... It's in Vayishva. Uh, yeah. In the beginning of Vayishva, I think. That's by Vayishva. Right now he's making the net there by Yeah, this is Vayishva. Vayishva, right. he's Makaya. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I mean, he did it. He did it before he ended up getting back to his town. Oh, he took the mice. In theory, it sounds like if Hashem brings him back home, then he's going to make this matzeva and he's going to do mice. Yes, yeah, but it sounds like he did it. Sounds from Rashi, different Rashi, that he did the mice prior to the meeting with Esau for some reason. You know, if we have time, we'll get that later. But whatever. So this is the basic storyline. Again, I know it's been complicated, but basically he's saying is the basic punchline. If he's saying to Hashem, if you do all these things which you promised you're going to do to me, Right? And bring me back home safely and all that, safe and sound. They'll make it all gonna be good and whatever. I'm not gonna learn from Lava and all that. Then I will make this a special spot for Tvila, for Avoda, and I'm gonna take off my son. Right? Okay. Side question. Side question. Okay. So what's the point of the net there? Yeah. Okay, good. Right. So that's that's the good question. So God just promised him two seconds ago. In his dream, Hashem's promising him to do all these things, right? Then he wakes up and says, Hashem, if you do all these things, then I'm going to do this for you, right? I mean, if you knew this thing, he just said he can do all those things. Yeah, know, if you do all these things, isn't that exactly what Hashem just said he's going to do? And that's the condition. It's almost like, it would be one thing if Hashem didn't tell him that. If you just read the Pesachim, you don't realize this. That's what I think I didn't realize. When I read it, you read it, it depends how much attention you pay. You know, but it basically just says, uh, Yaakov made an there, and it sounds like a great list of things. Uh, he just made up this list of things. If Hashem's with me, guards me on this road, gives me bread and clothing, and brings me back to my father's house, right? Sounds like a great list of things. He made up this whole great list of all these things, which he's hoping Hashem will do for him. But you don't realize Rashi's directing you back. Hashem just told him all these things. Earlier. He woke right in his dream, and then he wakes up, and then he says, if you do all these things, what well, was he joking around in the dream? Right? What's Produce. the? Yeah, it's funny. They all together a deal. Yeah. It was a deal. Like, you know, even right. forgetting about the fact that Hashem just told him he'll do it, it's just like that's nice, funny about the whole thing. Like he's making, like he's negotiating with God. Right? I don't know. You could just say, yeah, that, you know, whatever. Maybe you could do that. But I don't know. Something's funny about it. He's all these terms. 
Uh, oh, yeah, what's the relationship to the, the things Hashem's giving in the payoff? Yeah, Hashem, you give these four things and I do these two things. Like, what's the, yeah, right, it's like, a funny well, yeah, deal, arrangement. Go, why is yeah. he bringing up this arrow? What's the relevance of this arrow? It's the one thing Hashem's going to guard you, but now also that all your arrow is going to be good? Okay, why is that a part of the deal? Okay. Yeah. You're right, he's not going to wait this arrow. All right, I mean, this arrow aren't going to be kosher at that point. This arrow going to be, I mean, maybe they are, but they're young. They're little kids at that point. Right, so at that point, right, when he comes back, he's going to give all the stuff, but I mean, the arrow is later. Yeah, I mean, but, but, point. By, good point. Moshe is the one point. Bishavdi Bishalom. says Shalim and that I won't learn from the ways of Lava. That's the one thing Rashi doesn't quite hook up to any of the previous uh, things. And also, it's funny to say like is, that's what Hashem does that for him. I mean, isn't that his free will? Don't learn from the ways of So is that, that that's what you're saying? God, all the things that are saying, God will give you clothing, but now that I won't learn from the ways of Lava, what's the? That's a funny thing to put in there. In the Zara, fine, he says it's not fully in his control, but you think it's like a feel about all these things which are not in his control. Now to say that that's one, one of the stipulations also that I, that I end up in peace, they don't learn from love and ways. I mean, that's that's Yaakov's responsibility, you think, not God's responsibility. Yes. Uh, what's the important significance of the Evan? Good, good question. This moment he made him on Seva at that spot, he took the Evan, he poured him on Seva, poured him on Shaman on it, and he called it uh, Basil, right? But I guess that was just like a short-term thing. I guess he's saying that he's going to end up making it even more. More like, uh, based on how it comes. He's going to go back there and he's going to do the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, this is more, I mean, it is like a general question, but like just going into this. Like, sure. Rashi is yeah. going, going a little bit of pushing to make it all match up. Right, is like a little bit of a stretch, and the you know, the what's it called? It also with the kids. So Kim is the kids because of Avraham. It's a little stretchy. So, but it's, it's a decent bet. It's decent, pretty good. You know, you have to make certain the details fit. But like, what's the point? Why is that important? Right. Question. Yeah, I like that. It's, you know, what's the whole point of that? Right. What do you have to make another for? You want to do it? Do it. You don't want to do it? Don't do it. Like, what's the point of it? What's the point of making another? Right. Good idea. It'll be a good idea. It'll be a good idea then. What he has to like bind himself to it? Like I promise. What's what is what does that what function does that serve? Okay, good question. I like that. Okay, good. Again, I have another question, but it's based upon a potential. It's like I want to knock off a potential answer. Okay, so I'm not sure if anyone's going to say the potential answer, but like if let's hopefully I'll lead you guys into the potential answer. Okay. But, you know, so if you ask you, why does he have to say, Hashem just promised him that he's going to do all these things. So now what he's saying is if you do them, I mean, of course he's going to do them. Hashem said he's going to do them. So what's the, what's the plainest answer to that question? The plainest answer is like, Avtacha, this isn't definite. Not necessarily going to happen. Like you say, Yaakov, you say, why was Yaakov afraid when he went to war with, uh, when he went to Esau was coming? Or Hashem already promised him all these great stuff, Right? But he says, Katonti, Katonti, Mikalachasadmi, Kalamas, I've made small. And Rashi says, All my Zechuyos became small because you did all these chasad, and also maybe I sinned. Right? So so we know, you know, it's like it's not so partial. Just because Hashem promises you something, it's not no strings attached. There are strings attached, and it depends upon. You know, you deserving it, and you living up to your side of the deal, and all that. And Hashem was just telling him 
a path of the Hashgachal, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to actually be realized. Right? Arguably not because God doesn't keep his word, but because it kind of depends upon other factors. So you might say something like that. That that was anyone thinking that? I'm not sure. But it naturally came to my mind. You're saying if you do these things, because he may not, just because he said he's gonna, he's still not so sure, right? But since he's not so sure, he's making an there to, so to speak, I don't know, further incentivize God to do it. I don't know, something funny like that, right? Something like that, right? So now, but but the next the very next pasuk, I think I think is a saying because of his shortcomings, yeah, he's not going to do it. Hashem may not do it, right? No, but then he's not going to. So Hashem didn't do what he was supposed to do because of his shortcomings, and so now he's not going to keep up the. I guess, I guess, right? I guess he wouldn't. Right. So see, here's the problem. The next Rashi again. I think this is a knockout for this, or at least a question on that approach. But the next pasuk, Kaftas Aleph. Yaakov lifted his feet and went towards the Easterners. Right? Right? So, and he got this great news that he was going to be promised. So his heart like picked up his feet and he was like quick to go. Right? So it sounds like it sounds like he was walked away very confident from this whole thing, right? Quick, he was so excited, he jumped and he ran, right? But if you're going to say that his whole thing, he's saying, "If Hashem will be with me, I know Hashem promised me, but I don't know, I don't know things are going to be. I'm making an ad there to try to lock it in or something like that, right? So now, why is he all excited and running? And he, who knows? It's not clear that this is going to happen. I mean, it's not like a news. Like, again, it says when he got the good news that he's promised to get this thing. But if you're going to say, like, he just did this whole ned there, is he knows that promises aren't worth all that much. So then why is that? Why is that now he's saying, oh, now he just jumped and ran. And all of a sudden he's so so excited that, you know. So I don't, I'm not saying he can't answer it, but that's, you know. It's not. It's a question on that. It doesn't say because the nether that he made or anything. Yeah, Hashem never answered his nether. He says because of when he heard the news that Hashem promised the garden, which was in the dream. So if the nether is himself saying, "Look, I know about the promises, but I don't know. You never know." Makes a nether. Then all of a sudden, now after he does that, he's going back and being all excited about the dream and running, right? But if you say that again, but if you say that the dream is an aftafa, and he's all excited, then what is the idea of the nether? Right? Okay, so that's something like this, is that that right now, Yaakov is in a desperate state. Right? He basically doesn't have anything. Right? He doesn't have anything. Like he says later, keep him mockly about this, I just want my stick along and have anything. Right? That's why when he came to Lovan, he tried to see where the money is. He didn't have any money, right? He didn't have anything. He had to work for right? So he basically is on the run with nothing, right? And you can think about it, how scared he was, leaving his father's house, going to Chutzlarat, who knows, to Lovan, hoping to, you know, who knows what? He's, where is he going to end up? Leaving the whole, I mean, it's like behind. And Hashem reveals himself to him. And says, don't worry about it. It's all going to be good. I'm going to guard you. I'm going to bring you back. 
I'm going to carry through the thing. It's all going to be right back. You're going to be right back to where you started from. You're going to have, you know, you're going to be taken care of, right? So that's exciting, right? Thank you. That's powerful. Wow, right? Now, but Yaakov maybe realizes is that right now he's in a state where he's a Nitzrah. He's needy. He's nothing. He's looking to Hagadosh Baruch who's seeking his assistance, as most people are when they're needy, right? I like guess they say there's no atheist in a foxhole. Right? A person who's a needy is uh, looking looks up to God, right? Yeah, everyone in states of need has to fall, look for security and for help somebody somewhere. But oftentimes, as uh, we know, the Torah often says like Vayishman Yeshurun Vayevat. That Sean waxed fat and he kicked and took him say, you know, be careful that you're not going to forget about Hashem and say, and all these things, right? Like success, success causes a person, the person doesn't have any needs anymore when they're successful. And um, when now all of a sudden, they often, often feel, oh, see that? Look what I did. I'm all made. I got where I want to be. I don't need God anymore. Look, I'm on top of where I need to be. And look at all the things I did. I was so I did all these moves, and you could trace it back. I did this deal and that deal. I met this guy and that guy. Everyone has a story about how they're successful. But of course, the story comes after they're successful. When they're needy, they don't have a story. They're just begging God to help them. So maybe Yaakov is trying to like lock in his mindset, his current mindset, and to carry it with him when he comes back successful. He's saying, Hashem, so you're telling me I'm going to be successful? Okay, I, I trust that that's going to happen. But and he was happy when he heard the news. But he also knows that he might become corrupted by the success. After all, first of all, Levin's a successful guy. And he's got a whole different value system. Part of his thing, he's leaving, he's leaving Eretz Yisrael. He's going into the land of Lavan. He's going to have kids. Maybe he's going to be influenced by Lavan. Kids are going to be influenced by Lavan. And he's going to come back successful. Well, what's he going to do with all that success? Is he going to come back to pick up where he left off? Carry on the mission of Avram and Yitzhak? Or is he going to become corrupted? Is he going to learn from the ways of uh, Gullus? The ways of Lavan? Kids are going to learn from that. Is he going to be able to be successful and take the protection which Hashem gives him and recognize it and acknowledge it as the protection which Hashem gave him. Right? And stick to his ideals and his principles and be able to, to maintain, to pick up where he left off. Or is he going to become corrupted by his success and his wealth? And it's going to end up, uh, it's going to be a long-term harm. Right? So it could be that's the role of another. In general. Another is where a guy the guy is in a certain mindset where right now he sees truth. He sees what ha- what he has to do. Whatever it might be. That he's going to give money to Tzvaka, that he's not going to eat a roll, that he's going to, not going to, I don't know, you name your favorite other. Right? It means in this moment, he sees it clearly. This is, this is what's the proper thing to do. 100%. But he knows as we all know, as clear as something might be now, when we're sitting in the base Medrash or wherever we are, 
And when things get going in the world and our emotions go elsewhere, either the moment or whatever the case might be, then all of a sudden we lose our mind. And also we rethink it and say, I don't know. I'm not really sure anymore. I thought that was good, but I don't know. Now I'm kind of see things a little bit differently. It's not exactly as clear as I thought it was. And, you know, I didn't realize. And, you know, so the idea of a net there, I think, whatever you talked about this one, is that it's like you're locking in the knowledge. Neither, sure. Ignoring the difference between them. But it's like you're locking in your commitment now. You recognize this as being true. And what you need to do, and you're saying is, I know later I might not feel that way anymore. But I know now I'm in a good state of mind. Now I have clarity. Then I'm going to have emotions. So I commit myself to the thing now. And later I'll be able to hark back to my mindset now. Because I committed myself. So it's going to force me to... I'm making an ad there because I'm convinced that right now I'm not on their emotional state. And now I see things clearly. And I know that I might not see it as clearly then. But it like allows you to like save your... Make a bookmark. So to save your spot. Save your mindset that you'll be able to reference back to. And remember, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I committed to this beforehand. So I know, you know, it's like you wake up in the morning. You set your alarm, you know, you know you have to get, you want to get up at uh, 7 in the morning. You know, you definitely want to at night, but then in the morning, you're like, do I want to get up? I don't know. I mean, I know last night I kind of did, but eh, I don't know. It doesn't really feel like it right now, right? But like, you know, I'm not saying that's never a good idea to go back to sleep, but sometimes it is. And sometimes you do need to get up and you decide that at night when you're clear. And, you know, you know that that's one of them is like a clear minded decision. The other one is an emotional decision or whatever. There's a million decisions like this. But so it's like Ned there locks it in. Right? That's like a function of them. Right? It doesn't allow you to rationalize. See, that's the thing. We, we rationalize. We get blinded by emotions and we rationalize our decisions. But Ned there stops you from being able to do that. Right? Okay. So I think he's saying is Yaakov says, so he's saying, he's saying is, if God does all this stuff, then what's the right thing to do? To come back home and say, Baruch Hashem, Hashem, Hashem is the one who did all this for me. And called, what did he call the name of the place? He made the Mizbeach and he said, Yeah, but he said, he says he called the kill base hill when this is where God revealed himself when he ran away. So it's like he's going to proclaim the name of God. Here he is. He comes back successful, all this money, right? And he's saying, God is the one who got me. I was running away from my brother and he protected me. So he's going to attribute his success not to his own machinations with Lavan, his own ability to outsmart Lavan and to speckled and spotted and all that. But he's saying, is, What am I going to do when I come back? I'm going to give a call out to Hashem Hashem, and I'm going to declare not, guys, look at me, Yaakov, the successful businessman. I'm going to say, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, teach the world about Hashem, about the idea of Hashem is Mabdacha, and this is Gileshchina. And he's going to take of the money which he made, which you might say he made with his own hands, and he's going to give Meiser. He's going to recognize everything you gave me, not everything that I made by being a smart businessman, but all the stuff which you gave me, I'm going to give my sir for you to the Shem Hashem, or whatever that means he's going to give it to, or whatever practice he's going to give it for, right? 
So that's what he's committing himself to. He's saying is, I know you're promising to forgive me, to protect me, and to make me successful and all that. But I'm saying if if that happens, if you do carry through that haftacha, which I'm sure you will, again, of course, uh, I'm saying he's not doubting that he will. I mean, maybe he will if he, if he sins, but that's not what he's doubting. He's more just saying if it happens, then I am promising that I'm going to respond. And this is the appropriate response. If that happens, you're telling me you can do this. If you do all that and I come back successful, then the appropriate thing for me to do will be to declare the Shem Hashem and to give, uh, not just to declare it in a declaration, but to put my money where my mouth is and to make a monetary expression of that. And not just to give my money, but also to make a big declaration. Right? Not a private thing. Sometimes you might privately give the money, but you don't want to talk about it. But no, he's going to declare it and he's going to put his money where his mouth is. So the net there is he's expressing the appropriate response which will, which he should do if he's successful. And he's committing himself to doing it to make sure that he's going to stick to it. And that's sure enough what he did. Right? And again, this is a theme in Torah. Ram talks about, for example, the importance of the Moadim. Right? He says that person in their time of success has to always remember the times of their uh, their their lack of success. That's what I was remembering, that we have Adam and, and the Triumph. Right, we're going to be successful in Eretz Yisrael, and we're going to have our produce, but we have to go out into our uh, arts, into sukkahs, to always remember that we came from humble beginnings. So that's like a, t- a theme: is that we have humble beginnings, but when we're successful, we're at big risk of forgetting about that. And it's I had a question, real quick, um, and I don't understand how the detail of him doing the maaser fits into that. I'm saying Meister is when a person feels that he's the, the key to his success, he doesn't give any money to anybody. Because I'm the big businessman. I made all the money myself. I'm not going to give anything. Why would I give anybody money? Well, I'm just going to give it away for free. But uh, I made this money. I worked hard for this money. But so far as Meister, giving Staka is an expression of the fact that I realize that my, I, I'm not really able to make money on my own. There's a million things that could have happened that would have made me fail. And all the factors worked out in uh, line that to make me successful. And as I have to be thankful to Akash Baruch Hu, and I'm going to, so to speak, give back to support the causes of Akash Baruch Hu, to support Zaniyam, to support the Torah, support whatever. So through giving Tzedaka, it's like, an, a, 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 like a concrete expression of the fact that I don't have full control, but I'm recognizing the money which I worked hard is from Hashem, 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 and I'm giving up of my wealth because I realized that it's, I have to appreciate the fact that it's not all me. That's why my coach Bartho. So I'm being thankful and I'm expressing it by, so to speak, giving back to him. Right, right. But like, didn't you also say that it was connecting back to him making a netter and being in the proper mindset? Or him making a netter so he becomes... Okay, can I get a try for you? <laughs> so it, it seems like a should... separate idea. It's good. You know, I once had a shot. I don't know if I saw any support this, but it says, we say, Rafael Hashem and Rafael Hashem and so heal us because you are our praise. So what does it mean? Saying heal us because when you we are healed, we are going to praise you. And we're going to attribute our success not to the doctors or to good mazel, but to your help, your assistance. So that's like as as a chos, that our healing will be a vehicle of Kiddush Hashem. But that's the way we're going to respond. We're not going to respond to our success and our healing to... Like it's the appropriate way to respond to your success is again we're all we all have needs, but sometimes when we have those needs satisfied, we forget about the source of them. So 
it's like the, it's it's framing before when you're in the state of need it's important to again to carry through once we're successful to be able to give hoda to recognize God as a success not just to recognize God when we need him but then when we have the success not to that's maybe the point though is again the the fact that Rashi's matching these things up is I think it's not otherwise it sounds like Yaakov is making a laundry list laundry list of requests you do this, if you do this, he's not, that's what he's doing. Actually, I'm just promised him all these things. He's just saying, if you do all these things, which you just promised me, you know all these things, really? If, they, if you really do all these things, this is the appropriate response. So he's not just like making up a list of, of, of the requests, a wish list. He's taking what God said he's going to do and he's framing it. This is, if you really, the appropriate response for the list of these things, which Hashem does, is the following. And therefore, I'm committing myself to that. And he's excited because he thinks it's going to happen. He's confident. That's I suppose he is confident it's going to happen. I mean, again, of course, he knows he could sin and whatever. But I'm saying he's not lacking the confidence. He's not questioning whether it's not going to happen. He's assuming it's going to happen. But he's in the framework of assuming it's going to happen. He's trying to craft an appropriate response, which will, which he will respond when it does happen. And Shonavashi says it. He did exactly what he did. Yeah, and I think this is a model for us. This is a lesson for us, because I do think we have this. You know, like, you know, you're parking, but always. I mean, you know, we daven, I think we do daven to Hashem when we're in Nesar. Hopefully. But the, but I think it's easier to daven to Hashem when we're in Nesar than to be thankful to Hashem when we get out of the Tzar. I think it should be a model of, like, you know, it's like you have another. I mean, the person can make another, like a, the person gets says, uh, make an ad there or something on the Nashiach Ebeni. But I mean, there's an idea of like making the Dharma and explicit certain things happen. It's an idea of like um, setting up that you're going to recognize God. I mean, that's the kind of idea of Siddhartha, right? Things like that. Yeah. Yeah, all right.